So, you've just finished A Court of Thorn and Roses, and you're craving another fantasy world to devour. Dipsy's got your back. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales, or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. I gotta tell you that the immersive soundscapes are really what makes a good sexy story different from a not good sexy story because it just like adds like it's hard sometimes in like reading a novel to like get the actual feel of what's going on but when it's like oh we're like at the coffee shop and this is like actually happening it's like very different (laughs) and there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves greek gods and goddesses regency era historical fiction for you sam and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore dipsy offers a modern approach to romance through high quality and captivating audio fiction for listeners of the show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash just break up that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash just break up dipsystories.com slash just break up When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. This week, we're going to tackle topics like when our big old feelings get in the way, (laughs) comforting our partners, and managing our expectations. Yes. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that we don't know what we're doing. We don't. we do know what we're doing at this point. We're like a year in. I feel like we know how to podcast. Well, we know how to podcast, (laughs) but do we know how to like give advice true jerry's out jury is i thought he said jerry's out which made me think of jerry springer and i was like shit if that man's doing it like that's right we can do it that's right yeah this is all to say we are not professionals please take our advice as you see fit we are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing thing that is love welcome to episode 53 something 50 mm-hmm. our podcast is now of a certain age <laughs> that it doesn't remember <laughs> yeah. oh no that it lies yeah episode 30 <laughs> for the rest of time it's gonna be episode 30 <laughs> that's funny into it yeah people write into us if you um withhold your age or lie about your age because mm-hmm. i want to know i want to know when that is a thing to look out for um i used to lie about my age but 
I would lie about be, being older. Yeah, you were like 21 and you, you were like, I'm 25. Yeah, because apparently people like professionally don't really take you seriously when you're in your 20s. So I just lied a lot. Oh my God, we've talked about 30. that. We also, last episode we talked about, or a couple episodes we talked about um, people who wanted to date older people who were, who were struggling with being their own age. Anyway, yeah. maybe just write us in our, send us a DM um, if you are perpetually 30. <laughs> um, Brian, our friend who lives in L.A., Always says that he's 21. Yeah. Even perfect. though he's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely not. Yeah, but like keeps turning 21 over and over again. Yeah. Well, yeah. happy 21st birthday preemptively, Brian. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So today's check-in topic is actually going to be about our upcoming live show. Woo-hoo. That's happening this Saturday, Saturday, July 27th. Sorry mm-hmm. to date the episode for people listening in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's happening at uh, 7 p.m. at Honey in Northeast Minneapolis. Doors open at 6. And why you want to get there early is because we're going to give away uh, pins, Just Break Up pins that say Just Break Up or um, block them. <laughs> uh, we're going to give the pins away to the first 50 people who show up. And also, I have a super exciting announcement about this show that I've been sitting on for a long time and I cannot wait to share it. But first, to build suspense, okay, yeah. I'm also going to tell everybody about some really great organizations that are going to have a presence at our show. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number one, we are going to have um, collateral or material from the internationally renowned uh, suicide prevention mental health organization, Advocacy Org. And addiction counseling organization to write love on her arms. If you mm-hmm. don't know about the organization, they're a fant- fantastic, globally known organization who what I love about them is that all of their dollars essentially go to helping people find help or the organizations that provide help mm. because so much uh, so much of the wall that it that people come up against when dealing with mental health crises or mental health issues is that they don't really know how to find help or where to look Mm -hmm. um so to write love on our arms puts a ton of information a ton of money and funding into helping people find help helping people pay for help and helping the organizations that provide help check them out uh twaloha t t w l o h a I've worked with them for several years, and they're going to be sending us some suicide crisis cards that you can call or text at any time, day or night, for free if you need somebody to talk to, as well as some more um, Tuoloha gear and stuff about mental health organizations in the Twin Cities. Cool. Yep. And then the second organization that's going to have a presence is... Uh, Tubman, which is a domestic violence shelter and resource. It's so much more than just the shelter. It is, yeah. Um, I worked there several years ago, and basically Tubman's mission is just safety, hope, and healing. They serve all uh, people of all ages, genders, uh, cultural backgrounds who are facing some kind of trauma, including relationship violence, sexual assault, exploitation, homelessness, addiction, and mental health challenges. And what's really amazing about them is the diversity in the different types of services and resources that they offer. They have safe shelter and housing for those in need. They have legal services if you need to, if if you need, if you're stuck in some sort of legal battle or custody battle. They have mental health and 
chemical health counseling, youth programs, and a continuum of wraparound support. And I just want to shout this out because there's such an amazing local uh, organization that's actually renowned in its field across the country. And if you need to get help at all, they have a 24-hour resource and crisis line for those local to Minnesota. It's 612-825-000. And if you want to give help and volunteer, you can visit Tubman.org. Great. Yes, I'm super excited to have those two there because Tubman is also going to bring some um, materials on recognizing red flags, healthy and unhealthy relationships, and more information on the services that they offer. Cool. Yeah, I'm so excited to have them present with us because that is just an extension of the work that you and I do. Mm -hmm. And they're actually professionals. <laughs> Unlike they are. us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, who are these schmucks up yeah, there? Like, like with champagne um, telling excuse people that. Me, but... <laughs> yeah. You guys can't see this, but Sam just mimicked <laughs> pushing his faux glasses up on his That's nose. That's technically not a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and before I get into the super big surprise, yeah. we have two guests. That's right. We do. Do you know who the guests are? Uh, Blythe. Baird. Baird. That's Blythe her last Baird. name. I was like, Blythe the bird. <laughs> no, not, that's not it. Uh, Blythe is going to be hosting, and she's also going to do a poem for us, I think. Great. And then we've got Lydia Eliza as yeah. well. Lydia Eliza, the gem of the Twin Cities music scene. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and for all of you folks who are not local, who can't come to the show, we love you. Um, we believe in you. Sorry for giving all this local stuff. But the last announcement is... Everybody will enjoy. But also we are going to record the episode, the oh, live yes. episode, and we're going to put it out. So you will be able to listen to it yeah, even it, if you aren't able to come. It will come out the following Monday, I believe. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we'll figure that by, out when we get there. Flying by the seat of our skirts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the coolest thing that I've been waiting to announce all day is that... Our live show is going to be produced in partnership with motherfucking Bumble. <laughs> I can't. Mind blown. We're finally getting sponsored in some way. Amazing. <laughs> by Bumble. And why I think this is so amazing, other than the fact that we align so ideologically with that organization mm-hmm. um, and, or that app and that service, et cetera, especially since now they've started to roll out like Bumble Friends or mm-hmm. Bumble Buds or something like that. I should really know you that. You should probably, should, before the live show, you should definitely brush up no, on your, I definitely will. your Bumble products. But it's Bumble Biz. There's, you know, for uh-huh. like business connects. And, and I feel like that's all other than dating. We People talk about wanting to find community, wanting to find friends. And, yeah. Um, so other than the fact that we are so aligned and perfect for them to sponsor, we've been joking about this happening probably since episode three. <laughs> we have. Yep. Like a year ago. Yep. I am ecstatic. So Bumble's going to have a presence there. They're going to have a bunch of free Bumble products that we're going to give away according to Sam and I's evil whims. <laughs> 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 and we're just incredibly grateful. Um, I do want to shout out that that uh, they have a new um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't special know. thing, special gadget. Cool. No special app. It's a part of the app. Okay. A Feature. New, I need that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> professionals 100 (laughs) percento professionals they have a new feature on their app that allows you to facetime through the app so that you don't have to give away your phone number oh cool i know i kind of like that because it's all about um you know one of their missions is 
uh, safe and healthy dating. Mm-hmm. And so that's another way to like make sure that you ensure your privacy until you're ready to meet up. That's great. Until, until you're ready to bumble. You know <laughs> what I mean? Okay. Anyway. I don't really, I don't really like that, but that's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, we're so grateful for Bumble's support, and we can't wait to see all of you. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, head over to JustBreakUpPod.com. Oh, the last thing I want to say is that Honey, oh, my God, Bumble at Honey, I can't. I know, it's cute. Oh, my God, I can't. It's so cute. I can't. And our colors essentially are black and white and yellow. I know. Oh, my God, I'm dying. What are you going to wear? I don't know. We need to talk about this, though. I'm going to wear a black jumpsuit. Okay, great. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Yeah, you don't really own black, do you? Uh, I own a pair of black jeans, but they are lined with flannel, so it's not going to be appropriate for a <laughs> warm July um, evening. I thought you were going to say, but I'm not a part of a boy emo band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I definitely don't own black, and I don't know that I look good in black, so... No, black might not be your color. Anyway, okay, we're getting off track. <laughs> we're so excited for this live show. We're going to be celebrating one year on the air. The last thing I want to say before... I get a little um, sentimental with Sam is that Honey is a downstairs venue. It's like a garden level venue um, in the basement of a of a building. Not sketchy, like cool yeah, nightclub cool. Yeah. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are unable to utilize the stairs, there are there is an elevator entrance through uh, the restaurant upstairs, which is Ginger Hop. Um, yeah. They're co-owned or co-run or whatever. And I did ask about accessibility and there is an elevator um, just so anybody knows cool. or if they need to know that. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, the last thing I want to do is remind everyone um, that we are celebrating one year on the air. Last year, in 2018, uh, July 18th, I think, is the date that I'm weirdly good with numbers, and I'm pretty sure it's the 18th. Was that right? (laughs) Uh, I'll look it up in a second. Okay, great. (laughs) On the 18th, um, we released our first three episodes, and Sam and I just like waited with bated breath. And I remember waking up that morning and being like, oh, my God, we almost have 100 listens. And that was Sam's goal. And I woke up at maybe like seven in the morning or something. And we already had had 100 listeners. And that was just, it filled me up so much right then and there. And I think Sam and I are both so grateful. We can't believe the level of success this has reached. And and we don't even mean success like we're rolling in dollar bills. No, because we're not. We're definitely not. (laughs) Um, But that... We are starting a community that we're all a part of a family and that our family's um, values are doing this head and heart work. We, we really hope to to contribute to a more vulnerable, loving, healthy world. And we're really grateful to do this with all of you. So happy one year anniversary, Sam. Happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> do you think what's the what is your bet What's your over-under bet that I cry at the live show? Um, I don't know how betting works, but like 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Never been to a casino before, so I like really don't understand. (laughs) Good, good. A point to Sam. (laughs) Um, What do you think is the percentage that we're going to get heckled, which is my biggest fear? We're going to get heckled by our friends. And (laughs) I'm going to tell them verbatim, you know, zip it. Uh Uh-huh. We're going to, well, we can get heckled. Oh my God, that's funny. My Fitbit just went off telling me I walked 10,000 steps, but I've definitely been sitting here gesturing <laughs> by my hands. <laughs> Hashtag fitness is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think we're going to get heckled in like a bad way. I think okay. people are going to be like, uh, block, block, block. <laughs> <laughs> 
it'll be great. It'll, it'll be, fine. be great. Yeah. Yeah. We can't wait to meet all of you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's get into our show. Okay. Can you read. believe we haven't even gotten to our letters yet? I feel like the emotional roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. All right. Our first letter comes from Anna Anonymous. Like, get it? Anna. Anonymous. Do you remember that one time that I was like, I don't even remember and what it was. ominous, and I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yeah, what <laughs> a weird like, last name. You're like, "Say it again, Sierra." <laughs> uh, Anonymous is writing from the void. Hi, Sam and Sierra. I am a 24 year old woman in my last year of college, and my wonderful boyfriend of 10 months is 22. We met as most people our age do these days through a dating app. Won't say the name, but bees love it. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What started as a casual hookup situation due to our busy schedules quickly turned into a great relationship. We support and challenge each other, and he has been an incredible blessing during one of the hardest years of my life. He is the most incredible man I've ever met, and I love him very deeply. The problem is he recently told me he doesn't feel the same way. I have a history of falling very hard very fast. I am terribly monogamous despite my best efforts to embrace hookup culture, and I usually end up being the caregiver in my relationships. Knowing this, I did my best not to rush into anything and sort of sat back and let him take the driver's seat. We were also both very aware that we are entering transitional phases of our lives. He just graduated college and could end up in a very different places by the end of the summer. The other night, we had a typical date night, but everything felt awkward. We just didn't seem to be in sync with each other. He asked me if I was feeling all right, and when I admitted that I wasn't, he began. we began discussing the distance that seems to have grown between us. He asked me if I was happy and said that he felt that we had stagnated in the past few months and then casually threw in, I mean, I don't love you. We hadn't actually said that we love each other yet, but it never felt like we had to. We had never been classically affectionate with each other, but we sort of had our own ways of showing that we care, and I felt content with that. But hearing him say that when I know that I do love him made my heart drop. He went on to tell me that he cared very deeply for me, more so than anyone he has ever dated, and that I'm the best person that he knows, but he just doesn't see himself getting married to me or having a family with me in the future. When he asked me how I felt, I was honest and told him that I love him and that I often imagine that future for us. The conversation ended with both of us crying and holding each other. Neither of us could decide what we wanted to do about our relationship, so we hit pause on the conversation and agreed to come back to it in a few days after we both had some time to think. The next morning was super awkward, and we barely spoke to each other when he drove me home. So here's my question. Can or should a relationship continue if one person doesn't see a future in it? Hmm. I still very much enjoy his company, and I don't want to lose out on the great summer that we had planned to spend together just because my big old feelings got in the way. Is it wrong to want to stay with him? How do I get past the embarrassment of falling for someone that doesn't feel the same way? Any advice or comfort you can give is greatly appreciated. All my love and blessings to you both. You are making the world a better place, one humble musing at a time. P.S. I recently discovered Sierra's poetry, which is so wonderful and has inspired me to start writing again. Oh, I love that. That's great. That's why I chose the letter. I know. I was like, Sierra chose this because she's like, yeah, let's talk about my poetry career. JK, 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 Anna, I'm so glad that you're writing again. You totally deserve it. And thank you so much for writing. All right. Sam. Yeah. Straight up, without thinking about Anna's situation, mm-hmm. can a relationship survive if people don't want the same thing? 
and should should it? <laughs> <laughs> Two different questions. Yeah. I would say the answer is yes, definitely. <laughs> Relationships can survive if two people want this don't want the same thing. Hundo percento. <laughs> they can survive, yes, in the same way that like a cockroach can. Uh, cockroaches are like the most in- <laughs> like enduring creature. Uh huh. Yeah, and the grossest. Uh yeah, but they're gonna be around way after the nuclear war. You know that there is some like cockroach collector out there that's like, well, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gross. They're All cute. Creatures are are beautiful in their own way. Oh God, you know those huge cockroaches? Oh, can't even. I, I cannot can't. even. I I can't, I can't even Google it. No, I have such a fear of animals in general. I don't even general. think I've ever seen one. I've just, I just know you can Google it and my imagination is doing the rest. And I'm like, no, freaking thank you. And if any of you send me a picture of a huge cockroach, <laughs> I'm blocking you. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyway, I'm so sorry. go ahead. <laughs> um, so yeah, it can survive, but it's not going to be great. It's not going to be fulfilling for at least one person in it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it might be like, uh, fine. But Anna, this is this is this is the. It's gonna be fine for the one person, but for the other person, it's gonna be like a continual stab in the heart every time that you hang out. Yeah, I I was saying it's gonna be fine for Anna. Like it's gonna be fine until push comes to shove, and you know, ten years down the line, you're thirty, and he doesn't want to marry you, or <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm not triggered. <laughs> uh. <laughs> This feels oddly specific to you. <laughs> anyway, Anna, this is the nitty gritty of it, okay? I could wax and wane about whether or not this relationship is doomed. And I don't think it's necessarily doomed, but this is something that I want you to know and understand in your heart. And that is you cannot love him into wanting the same things that you do. No, unfortunately. You your love won't change him. Yep. Don't get me wrong, I think that people have impacts on each other and, you know, kindness or love can definitely sway people, but I think it's really important for you to understand that no matter how well you love him, that still isn't going to make him necessarily change his mind. Absolutely. And that's something you have to accept first before you start to reconcile what does your future look with a man who doesn't technically see a future with you. Right. And that sucks. It does. And that's like, I mean, that's at the heart of it, right? And every Is that fucking like, movie has taught us that we can love people well again or love people into wanting us, you know. For sure. Yeah. And like, and I think being in that situation where you have suddenly realized that the person that you are thought that you were in cahoots with is suddenly like, oh, no, we want very different things. Like, yeah, that's devastating. And like, we can talk about it in the abstract. But also, the reality of it is, says, like, I mean, I don't love you. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> that's who says that. I think you could just, you know, like go like the, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> just don't say anything. Yeah. Um, and I want to say that, Anna, like it is really hard. And I like and I really empathize with you because I feel like I've also been in a similar situation where I was like, oh, I thought this was I thought this was a thing that we were like moving towards a future together. Yeah. And the fact that you don't want that is making me feel devastated. And it's it's embarrassing and vulnerable. And it takes a lot of emotional work to be like, this is no longer safe for me, even mm-hmm. though everything feels safe. Yeah. Because the the unsafety is far away. The, yep. Like the unsafe version of him is is the unknown future. And so you're like, I don't know. I feel comfortable, mm-hmm. but at night I am anxious or whatever. Yeah, 
for sure. And I would say like it feels embarrassing, but it's not totally not embarrassing. Embarrassing doesn't exist, right? Like it, there is nothing wrong with you having feelings for a person and then not having those feelings go unrequited, right? <laughs> or like falling for someone that you shouldn't fall for. Like that's not embarrassing. That's just like a human fact of life. One hundred percent. But I do want to give you a little tough love, Anna, which is that. Um, you get to take up space. Like you get to want what you want and you don't have to apologize for it. Like right. you didn't, your big old feelings didn't get in the way of a relationship. Your big old feelings are like leading you to the relationship that you want. Right. And this dude, however charming and wonderful he is in the moment is not what you want. Period. He's not. And also like you shouldn't have to change what you want to accommodate what he wants. I wanna, right. Like I why is teach... his, his wants the baseline for you, right. right? No, you want what you want and he can't give it to you. Right. Like move on. I want to teach a course that said that's called just because he's a good guy doesn't he mean he's my guy. One on one. Because I do think we teach get... it at like the city annex. Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, totally. Um just because he is good and fine and fun and you see a potential in him doesn't mean he's worth the emotional tor- turmoil of being with somebody who says directly to your face lovingly or not mm-hmm. i don't see a future with you like and I'm not even, i mean i don't love you <laughs> right I, I just, god I, I don't even I, no shade to this guy because i give him credit for being honest yeah for right? sure he said, and there's nothing wrong with wanting different things. Like right. people want different things. The issue is, is that when his wants begin to supersede your own, right? Because that's that's that is the translation of this question. Yeah, you say my significant other wants doesn't want what I want. Should I swallow what I want? Exactly. That's the question. Like that's the TLDR. <laughs> yeah, distilled down to its purest essence. Should you I basically forget- were should, like, should I not care about what I want? Should I make myself as small as possible for this man? <laughs> <laughs> what if I can fit in an envelope in his pocket for him and suck his dick? Right. <laughs> what if I can make his world perfect in mine a living hell? <laughs> We're only we're laughing because it hurts inside. No, we're laughing because we're reliving our own trauma. Like Like we are laughing because we have done this so many times. My title of my book would be "How many years of my life can I waste on you?" (laughs) Oh my god, t-shirt. Oh god, t-shirts. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So, Anna, I really just want you to sit and think about. Yes, he is good. Yes, we've had a good time, but is his goodness worth me sacrificing what I really want? Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Do I want this? Right. And you might say, yes, I want this right now because I like someone to snuggle with or a mm-hmm. companion, right? But again, you're looking forward and saying, I want him later in life and he doesn't want me later in life. So yep. you have to lean into the discomfort and recognize that you're, I think you're the betterment of you, the choice that would lead to betterment is maybe putting this relationship to bed, yeah. which is fucking terrible. And it's I'm awful. sorry no, we're telling you to just break up. <laughs> yeah. We Even are though sorry. it is the name of the show. We, we hate doing it. We really do hate doing it. Because, because nobody wants to fucking break up. Yeah, yeah, no. And like heartbreak is not fun for anyone, even if you are the one doing the breaking up. But I, it's, again, one of those situations where it's like, 
you can either make the decision now to have pain, clean pain that leads to a clean break that allows you to begin to heal, or you can choose to hurt yourself over and over and over and over again until that big pain comes. Right. And I promise you, you are worth it. You are, for sure. You are are worth getting with a guy who sees a future with you. Absolutely. You want that? You go for it. You deserve it. Absolutely. I can't wait for you guys to come to the live show and watch our hand motions. (laughs) They're ridiculous. (laughs) I'm I'm embarrassed. I told you I just met 10,000 steps wagging my finger (laughs) at Sam. (laughs) All right, Anna. We love you so much. We know your heart is hurting and it's conflicted, but I promise that you're worth it, that you are worth just, you are worth more emotional energy that you are putting into his problems. Absolutely. Like you are worth that work. You are. We love you. Thanks for writing. Thank you. Y'all, as a self-employed person, as a mom of a toddler, I am always struggling with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, you have full control over your subscriptions and a clear view of your expenses. You can see all your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, Rocket Money can help cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits and check myself if needed. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even help try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, which I obviously love as a somewhat introverted, conflict-avoidant person. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Rocket Money has over 5 million subscribers and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash just break up. That's rocketmoney.com slash just break up. Rocketmoney.com slash just break up. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Quince has things like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. This past month, I treated myself to a pair of new slippers because I'm in that hashtag mom life era of my life um, in which... (laughs) 
Um, I am never not in slippers. And these are 100% Australian shearling lined clog slippers. And I love that they're slip on, but they have those durable rubber outsoles. They're super cushy, super comfortable, but I feel like I can run outside to like take the trash out in them while also like staying warm and active in the house. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right. This next letter is from too many words. None of them helpful. Oh, great. So that that should be the name of our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) True or no? I'm dead. I'm dead. I am. It's over. Why didn't we think of that? Bury me in the dirt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Too many words. None of them helpful. That can't be the episode title because it's just it's just going to deter too many people. But I want it to. be. I know it's great. Okay. Uh, okay. And they are writing to us from Minneapolis. Oh, great. Hey, yeah. come Please to our live show. Come to our live show. <laughs> if you do, come say hi. We'll give you some free shit. <laughs> we will. We got will tons we? of free shit to give away from Bumble. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. Hello, Sam and Sierra. I love the podcast. My boyfriend recommended it to me, and now I'm hooked. Time out. Fucking love that. Yeah, me too. Your boyfriend listened to it. And that he recommended it to you. I, oh, I love it. That's and great. shout out to all of our couples. Um, I've gotten a couple messages from people on like Instagram or Twitter where they listen to it as a couple. And one person, I'm sorry, I don't remember who you are, but one person wrote me and was like, when we listen, we stop. The only times we pause it are when we want to like stop and discuss like what what is being oh, said and how we can apply it to our lives. That's great. I know. Oh, <laughs> it was cute. Um, okay. So moving on. Thank you for the love and emotional labor you give all of us listeners. Okay, here's some background on the sitch. My boyfriend and I have been seeing each other for almost all of 2019, and we've been official for only three months. Things are going splendidly. He is kind and mature and so, so fun. I've become a better communicator and I've learned a lot about healthy relationships because he is giving me the space to do so. Because I'm so happy and also because I am big time, I am a big time words of affirmation gal. When I'm around him, I tend to be like a fire hose of nice words. (laughs) I can't help it. There's just so much about him that I admire and I don't think there are enough people telling him he's great. And I never seem to run out of things to affirm. However, whenever things are a little bit more rough, I have no clue what to say. More background. My boyfriend is trans. And because he moves about the world with that identity, he faces very different and a lot more issues than I do. His relationship with his parents is very complicated. He has classmates asking him incredibly offensive questions about Mm. on the regular. And he has to deal with self-image and shame issues I've never contended with. His parents, in particular, pose very difficult and painful obstacles because he tries so hard to have a relationship with them, but their fear and religiously based prejudice keeps pushing him away. Ugh, now I'm going to make this all about me. Uh, with hard stuff, uh, when hard stuff rears its ugly head, I'm also so, so honored that my boyfriend confides in me and tells me what's going on and how he feels. I love that. The problem is that I never know what to say. 
I, who mm. am never at a loss when it comes to boyfriend affirmation words, am speechless. I always say dumb stuff like, I'm so sorry. Mm, that's so hard. Or sometimes I say nothing and just like give him a painful like pity smile. I have a great relationship with my parents and it feels so patronizing and placating to be saying things like it's going to get better. But at the same time, he loves them. So I can't just say they suck major ass. (laughs) (laughs) So my question is this. How can we comfort our partners when the issues they face aren't really fixable or aren't within our own scope? Hmm. What have partners done for you in the past that has been comforting? I want to be a fuzzy blanket when the world leaves my sweet, sweet boyfriend out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a cute letter. Uh, you so better cute. come to the live show. If you don't have a <laughs> ticket, email us and we'll give you a free ticket. I'm just you feeling. are just giving things away. Yeah, that is. <laughs> this l- is a business, Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a business lady. Um, I've got fancy business to do. That's like my favorite joke. And there's no... Uh, backstory for it. I just love, I love saying that I'm a businesswoman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kind of like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, you know, and they're like, do you have a business ladies special? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I just dated myself a lot. A lot. Yep. I haven't even seen that movie. What? No. What? Yeah. Ah, okay. I'm sorry. Just break up listeners. (laughs) I'm going to. Cancel the rest of the show to pause and just tell Sam you need to watch this because I have secret desires to dress up like them for Halloween with you. Um, Can we dress up like them for our live show? Yes, but you're going to hate it because they're both women who wear very short skirts and feather boas. That that sounds like from the early 90s, too. (laughs) It's so good. Perfect. Okay. Um, Too many words. Uh, You have just enough words for us. We're so glad you wrote. We're so glad you listen with your sweet, sweet boyfriend. Your boyfriend sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I, too, want to be a consensual fuzzy blanket around both of you. Absolutely. (laughs) Yep. Um, But I think this is a great question because we get so much. We get so many questions about the turmoil Mm -hmm. and about the heartbreak. Um, But. Relationships are hard when they're going well. Absolutely. You know, relationships are hard when life happens and you've got a strong partnership. It still challenges you because we, being there for another person is not necessarily intuitive. It's not. Just like just like how setting boundaries or breaking up with someone or not being codependent or all of, you know, like being vulnerable, all of these things are not necessarily intuitive. Yep. That I, myself, I feel like I... Uh, even though words of affirmation is my thing and I consider myself to be very nurturing, like I had to learn the script of what it is to be comforting and mm-hmm. there for somebody. Yeah. I mean, apart from like infidelity or like awful things that can happen in a relationship, I like I feel like the hardest part, one of the hardest parts of healthy relationships is actually this piece is like how yes. are you a comfort for someone when you can't fix their problem oh my for god them? that is so real because my girlfriend is like a border collie <laughs> if anybody <laughs> you has... say that all the time does she like it when you compare her to a border collie yeah uh <laughs> yeah okay great. i'm gonna just answer for her <laughs> but if anybody owns a border collie then know what i'm talking about like high energy mm-hmm. um and task oriented Mm. really loves a job and she since we're in a long distance relationship she has 
anxiety when something when I have a bad day and she can't there's there's no way she can act on it yeah. you know and then she um when she's feeling imbalanced that day then she she'll get kind of panicky and anxious and I'll end up having to comfort her mm-hmm. and when she's having a good day then she just has to submit and realize she just has to be there for me verbally mm-hmm. it's not like a problem in our relationship but it's definitely something that we contend with yep. just like too many words is is like my girlfriend will want to help so badly, but sometimes we just need a witness, right? Yep, for sure. And that's going to be my first piece of advice is that sometimes um, your partnership, your your hand holding through the tornado is all people need. You can't make the weather better. You can't make their parents any less bigoted. Right. But you can love them really well and you can listen to them. Mm-hmm. So just holding vigil with them, holding space, um, asking them what for, what they need. Honestly, too many words. There are a couple key things I say when I feel like somebody around me is freaking out. And they might be really basic, but uh, this is what I go through. I say, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Or I'm so sorry this happened to you. Mm-hmm. That might be basic. But honestly, when you're in crisis, it's really comforting to hear like, I'm sorry you're experiencing this. Absolutely. And why that language is important is it's not saying, oh, my God, this sucks so much. I feel so bad for you. Yeah. Or, oh, my God, if this was happening to me, I would do this. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. It's just it's it's literally me saying to someone else, I see that this is happening and I see that this is hard for you. Yep. And so I always say a witness statement like that first. Mm-hmm. Other times, depending on what the situation is, I'll say, do you want to talk about it or do you just want to vent? Yep. And, or or basically like, um, do you want my advice or do you just feel like you need to exhale this? For sure. And I think there's another option to that, too, of, of like, do you want to be alone, too? Mm, such because a, like, so important. Because that Peter and I have a conversations about this, too, where like sometimes if I'm in a bad mood, yeah. like I want to talk about it. And sometimes... And sometimes I will want solutions and sometimes I will just be like, I just want to sit in this feeling of anger or frustration or whatever it is totally. and like sit in it because I don't, I want to talk about it. I don't want to do anything about it. Cause I just you want know to you like, can process it too. Yeah. And I just want to sit and be mad. Cause I, I like, I have a reason to be mad. I'm justified in being right. mad. I just want to be mad. I don't want to take it out on anyone, but right. I just want to be angry or frustrated or sad or whatever so it is. important too because also maybe too many words um honoring like saying something like everything you're feeling right now is totally valid mm-hmm. yeah uh so that's like another way to say i see you yep. and if you need to sit here and be angry you can be angry. Like, we don't need to fix this right now. Absolutely. Um, you don't need to fix your mood for me. You don't need to make it better. Like, I know I can't make this better for you. I'm yep. just going to be here with you. For sure. Or I'm going to give you time to process it by yourself. Yeah, I love it when my therapist says, of course you're feeling that way. Oh, right? what a it's comforting like, woman. Oh, oh my God, yes. Because, like, when someone is telling you about all of the things that are happening to them, like, when you're in shit like that, it can feel like, how am I supposed to react into this? Like, totally. am I justified? Like, should I be angry? Should I be sad? Like all of these I different love things. That line. And then, of yeah, course like, you're feeling like that. Of course ugh, you're feeling like ugh, that. That's so comforting already. Right. And all, all we want as humans is to feel seen. Yep. That is at the core of our human identity is that we just want to feel seen mm-hmm. almost more than loved. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
because I think love can come with so much baggage. And I don't even mean that in a cliche way, but it, it can it's so conflated, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. And I and just to feel seen and acknowledged in our struggle yeah. is just the, the the best way we can uplift our own like human spirits, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about other things I say. So we've talked about like acknowledging them, just seeing them, acknowledging their feelings and telling them like it's OK that they're feeling that way. Or, mm-hmm. of course, you're feeling that way. We talked about asking them if they want to be alone or asking what what can I do for you right now that would make you feel better mm-hmm. or not even feel better. Let's take that language out of there. Um, what can I do right now that would uh, help you or what can I do right now for for you? Maybe yeah. that's the language. Yeah. I mean, I ask Peter, <clears throat> what do you need right now? What do you need right now? That's perfect. Right. And then it's sometimes he's like nothing and then but then you have to like also trust that answer yeah which i think is also like another difficult thing when someone's when you're like what do you need i can see that you're in pain yeah like, what do you need and they're like nothing then it like hurts because you're like no but i can see you're in pain you must need something like yeah. you must need you must need a Lacroix or like a beer <laughs> or something yeah. but like trusting that 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 person is saying nothing and that that's the only thing that you can go off of like you can't you can't fix it for them. Yeah. And if they can't articulate what they need, then like there's not much that you can do. You can't force them to identify the thing that they need at this point because they might not know. Totally. The other thing I'm going to add to this is something personal to my experience is I'm kind of like Sam, even though I'm I'm a little bit more attached to humans <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, I think I need a little bit more contact that you do. Yep. There are some times that I really need to process things by myself or... Yeah process them to the point where I, I, I have the language and then I want to talk about it. And something that I've been doing lately is saying like, can I just call you back in 10 minutes or can I, I'm going to just take a walk and I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but in addition to that, I want to say to you too many words that sometimes the most helpful person uh, isn't my partner. Yeah, for sometimes sure. it's like my sister, right, or my or friend, best friend, or yeah, yeah, and not that partners can't be helpful. My girlfriend is so supportive and and such a great listener, but sometimes I need to go to the person who knows me so well um, and knows the situation a little bit more intimately than say my girlfriend does or whatever. I'm thinking specifically about family issues here. I don't know if your significant other has siblings or maybe um, a friend who is also trans, who has a comparable experience. Mm. I just, I, I, I don't know how my preference of speaking to my sister sometimes versus my partner applies to you and your boyfriend but i do think it's helpful for us words of affirmation nerds <laughs> to remind ourselves that sometimes even though we can compliment and affirm someone until the cows come home sometimes they just need to talk to somebody who's yeah. a little bit closer to the situation or just someone else because you know what it is for me is that sometimes i don't want to be cranky uh i don't want to be cranky <laughs> i don't want i don't want to be upset I just want to get through it. And so I'll call my sister who knows X, Y, and Z and Mm -hmm. talk to her about it or something like that. Just, I think it's good for us nurturers to remember, like, we are not always the solution, but we can always be where they come home to, where they come back to after they do their own healing work. I think it's important to just... In the same way that we see people, can, can you also create space for them to return to you when they're ready? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think about anything else. I love this question so much because I totally agree with what you started with. Is that like, it can be hard. Yep. Uh, If I'm having a bad day and like don't want to talk about it or like get upset, like sometimes Peter will leave me notes for me to find in the morning. That's like, hey, I'm so sorry that you're going through such a hard time, but I love you and I hope that you have a good day, which is just like a nice way to be able to come back into our relationship after a bad thing has happened or after I've been frustrated. Yeah, totally. I think, I think that's another great thing. Um, too many words is to diversify your love language Mm -hmm. is that maybe you can give them a back rub. Maybe you can give your boyfriend, um, a home cooked meal Yeah. or maybe you can say like, uh, Oh, something I say a lot too is I'll say, do you want to process this or do you want, do you feel like you want a distraction from it? Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of, you know, like you can't fix his parents. You can't fix that relationship. You can't. But you can make his life really wonderful and full of love and joy and acceptance. And you can do that by making cookies and sneaking into a movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like there are so many ways to celebrate life and to process through pain and and to talk about pain, too. I kind of like it when things come out while you're finding your joy, you know, because then it gives you something to compare it to. Like when you're having a really great bike ride and you can say like, oh. That comment someone said to me earlier really bothered me, but I'm just so happy to be clear in my head or something Yeah, like for that. sure. Yep. Well, we hope this helps. We really believe in your love. It does sound splendid. And we really hope we see both of you at the live show this Saturday. Thanks so much for writing. We love you. All right. Our last letter comes from Euro Anon, who is writing from Europe. I'm a woman in my mid-30s who still can't tell what's good for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be my dating byline. (laughs) What up, Bumble? (laughs) For almost the past decade, I have been in two back-to-back long-term relationships with men who were very kind and ultimately extremely boring. I ended both of these relationships with extreme difficulty, leaving houses I loved but couldn't afford Mm. alone, handing over furniture that I would have definitely taken better care of, but whatever... I promised myself and all my friends that I would spend the rest of 2019 single, but I just love the D, by which I mean devoted connection. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a Sierra joke for sure. I love it. Since my last breakup, I have been going on lots of dates and slutting around in a totally safe and routinely (laughs) tested way. I'm fat and have only started to feel confident in my body pretty recently. The idea of people wanting to sleep with me or date me is still novel. I live overseas, so my family is far away and my friends are scattered all over. I do find comfort in having a relationship, but I think that I have been using this as a crutch, like having a fuckable personal diplomat, ambassador, tour guide. (laughs) In the past, I've compromised on the sort of men I've dated, thinking I'd rather be coupled than choosy. This time around, I've enjoyed thank you nexting my way through the population of my city. Here's the rub. I've recently met someone who I do think I like. The sex is good, sure, but we also text for hours most days. I talk to him more than anyone else in my life. Neither of us want to dive into new relationships at the moment, but my dating has slowed down since I met him, and he once said, I love you, in bed where I'm dynamite, so I ignored him. Our listeners are the best. I know, right? He's not who I saw myself with. He smokes, sometimes uses drugs, and lives in another city. But I get happy when I talk to him and when I see his stupid little face. 
I know that some compromise is inevitable in any relationship. It's not like Trevor Noah's are hanging out on every block <laughs> or on Bumble. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but how will I ever know whether I'm striking a healthy compromise or just settling because I'm afraid of being the lonely fatty with the weird accent? Mm. Thank you, Euro, for writing. Euro, um, I wish you could come to our live show. Yeah, right. Can you like get on a plane? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So the question is about settling. Yeah. Right? Well, it's about like what's settling, what's compromise, what cool. should I be doing? I I'm glad that the writer expressed herself like that because what I was gonna first start with is that you sound happy. Yeah, right. And I think sometimes we get in our heads about what we should want, what we should have, mm -hmm. what we thought we were going to have, yep. you know. Um, and and that can just never be counted on, I think, mm -hmm. in the way of the world and matters of the heart. No. Uh, this person sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They should quit smoking, but I mean. Yeah, I know, but we all have our things. <laughs> we do. Um, but I do want to say that to anybody out there right now that might be waffling, um, if this person is bringing you more joy than uncertainty, mm -hmm. then I think that you are just uh, compromising a little of your past self's like predictions about what you wanted. Right. Yeah, I'm not even going to say, like, their expectations, right? Right. Like, I don't want to say, like, lower your expectations. Right. Like, you should definitely have some hard and fast rules about what you're going to put up with and what you want. But that's exactly right. Like, just because you have a prediction of what the person that you're going to wind up is like doesn't mean that prediction always pans out. Right. And so, like, did I foresee that I would be married to a man who is 6'4"? No. I had a hard and fast rule that I would never date anyone taller than me. And look, here I am in this great relationship. <laughs> uh, even though he's 6'4", and I was like, that might be a deal breaker for me. Oh my God, if you broke up with Peter because he was too tall for you, I would have smacked you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But hey. But he made me happy. He made totally. me feel loved. He made me feel safe and secure. Like that was what, that was actually what I was looking for. Right. And the other shit around like how tall he was yeah. or like yeah. what color his hair was or like what his income was were actually not that important as just feeling like I had a person that treated me with respect and kindness and that was wanted to love me in the way that I needed to be loved. Totally. Absolutely. And I think about, too, like sort of extending that call out to you, Euro, and anyone out there who's like waffling is sort of check in the way Sam explained it. At the core, are you getting what you want? Because mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's people out there that are like in one of those terrible, like giving 90%, but getting 20% and being right. like, oh my God, but am I compromising? I should stay with him. <laughs> Sierra just told me I should. And I'm like, ah, fuck. No, no. Um, what I'm saying is, uh, Euro, specifically to you, is this person what I would call like a fertile or safe ground to move forward on? Mm -hmm. Like, are they showing you that they have what it takes to be what you want in the long term, if that's what you want. Yep. 
right? And if so, then it sounds like you're happy. Like, so what if they weren't what you expected? Like, mm-hmm. life throws shit at us. And one of the ways that it that the universe surprises us in, is in the people we find attractive and fall in love with. Yeah. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about love is that it kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. It comes when you aren't expecting it and when you weren't looking for it. And I swear to God, there's like a thousand people out there, people listening, being like, I am going to stay single for the next calendar year or whatever. And then tomorrow they're going to like meet the person they're going to marry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Life laughs, laughs at plans. A hundred percent. And uh, so I, I think I'm just going to give you like a friendly nod across the ocean and say like, why don't you see if this person wants to date you or go on a date with you or mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. I mean, he already said that he loved you. Yeah. Right. Which is like, damn girl, <gasps> you damn must girls, be good. Damn yeah, mommy. <laughs> wow. I love that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about like maybe the difference between settling and compromise. Mm-hmm. Um before we send Euro on her merry way. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like settling is not taking into account the hard and fast expectations that you had of Ooh, your relationship. God, why are you so good at talking? <laughs> right? Compromise is saying like, oh, maybe I don't need him to make six, fi- six figures. But like, is that, was that your? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, my plan was to marry like a, a Vanderbilt yeah. and like, and then like, yeah, a governor Ooh. or a senator yeah. and then just sit on boards for the rest of my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't pan out. Married a kindergarten teacher. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, like settling is when you are unhappy and you are settling in that relationship because it's easier than not being, than like breaking up. Right. Right. Like that's settling. Right. Compromise is being like, this isn't exactly what I expected, but I'm willing to like. See where this goes. Yeah. Move a little bit and see if I can make space for this new reality that I didn't expect. Did you like read that somewhere? No. God, you're so good. (laughs) Damn. Damn. (laughs) You make me look so good. I'm over here like, I'm like, love yourself. Like you're forgiven. And you're like, you're a fucking hard and fast definitions and I'm like everybody's like a zen manifestation of the universe this is why this is such a a good good pair because like if you ever asked me to do an affirmation I'd be like um it's gonna be great no it's gonna be you're good at stuff and I mean maybe take like time alone All right. Uh, I think that you just crushed that. Oh, great. Um, Do you feel like you have, this might be a little deep Mm -hmm. and not talking about your current relationship. Do you feel like you have settled in the past? Or do you you feel like settled is more a long-term thing? People think about settled like, oh, I'm going to settle down and slash, or I settled for my partner. Yeah. I think that I, I settled for sure. Like I settled for things that were making me unhappy. And yeah, me too. because it was easier to be unhappy than it was to break up. A hundred percent. Yeah. And you know what settling is? It's essentially the TLDR of it. The core is I don't think I'm worth the effort to find better. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And that's some hippie bullshit that'll rock your shit. <laughs> you know, that, that's you have to you have to say you have to look in the mirror and say to yourself what you're 
what you're enacting upon yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm worth this. Yep. I don't think I'm worth finding a greater happiness. Absolutely. Or I am too afraid to lean into this conflict to get what I really deserve yeah. in life. And that's painful yep. and, and heartbreaking For that sure. so many of us walk around um, without prioritizing ourselves. Mm-hmm. But thus is the human experience. It really is. <sighs> anyway, Euro, we don't think that you are settling. We think that you're compromising a little bit of, on your expectations about what this thing was going to look like. Yep. Straight up, I don't know enough about this person to be like, oh, my God, go get married. No. Run off into the distance with this person. But I do know enough from you and your charming personality to say, like, give it a shot. You deserve mm-hmm. a relationship. You deserve success. Yep. You are not afraid of success. And you will no longer be afraid of vulnerability, intimacy, getting that good, true love that you know you deserve. Absolutely. Um, so I would just say lean in and see what can happen in the most unexpected spaces and people. All right. We love you. Thanks love for writing. You. Thanks. All right. That brings us to the blind date segment of the show. Every episode we like to set you up with something we want to send you home with that we think is awesome. Oh, I thought, Going off script there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what am I supposed to say my thing? <laughs> <laughs> this week we want to set you up with Lizzo. Lizzo! <laughs> Truth hurts. Um, that's right. So uh, Lizzo released an album a couple months ago, yes. uh, which is absolutely super fantastic. And I've been waiting to talk about it because I really want Juice to be the song of the summer. Oh, it, so, it is. For I know, sure. right? I actually I think Truth Hurts is, which yes. we knew about years ago. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was the song of last summer, but that's fine. Y'all can catch up with us. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Lizzo is a super awesome, empowering black Fat, I think she would call herself, mm-hmm. like plus size singer, uh, originally based in Minneapolis, but now has now sort of like kicked it nationally as like living in Los yeah. Angeles and living her totally. fucking She's best ha- life. Her album is now a top 10 bu- billboard album. It is, right? And I also wanted to say this because she's trying to get Truth Hurts to be number one on the, the billboard chart. Everybody look up Truth Hurts. <laughs> Please stream it honestly the fact that we haven't talked about it yet is wild it, it is, is the number one go-to i just got broken up with or dumped or yep. i had to break up with somebody anthem <laughs> it is it's so good yeah. why men great till they gotta be great yeah oh, it's so good <laughs> um so check that out also check out her instagram where it's just like pictures of her being amazing and like loving yeah. herself and loving her body so many and affirming of her things are, are just so body positive, self positive. Yep. I mean, we we could only bask and bow in the glory of yep. Lizzo, but I do feel like we have we tried to lean towards a similar message, which oh, sure. is it is too life is too fucking short to hate yourself. Absolutely, and she's she's great at being pumping herself up, and she's also great at talking about when she's real. She's feeling really yeah. low, and oh my like God, I you can like hype yourself up as much as possible, but it still doesn't mean that you don't have bad days, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Uh, check out her performances on YouTube. Like her late night performance with Jimmy Fallon was Crushing so it. amazing. She performed at the BET Awards, and Rihanna lost her shit. It was so cute. Uh, so check her out, Lizzo. She's fantastic. She is like one of the best humans on the planet, and I just love her so much. We will definitely be bumping her at the live show. Oh be- yeah, for sure. Uh, because also. Our producer and great friend Big Cats is going to be DJing from 6 to 7. So get there early. Get all of our free shit. Come say hi to Sam and I. Take a picture and listen to some sweet tunes by Big Cats. Amazing. Yeah. 
All right, that brings us to the end of the episode. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JustBreakUpPod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can send us your questions about all matters of the heart at JustBreakUpPod.com, which is also where you can find tickets to our live show, merchandise if you want to wear some Just Break Up swag, and you can also... Um, sign up for our Patreon. If you want to support us for $5 a month, you get an extra episode every week for $5 a month. This show is not free for us to make, but it's free for you to listen. So if you want some extra content, swing over there to support us. Uh, Please leave us a five-star rating and review and also subscribe. This literally helps us keep the mics on and it helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Original music recording, editing, and producing by our good friend Big Cats. Make sure to check out his podcast, The What If Podcast. And remember, you are no longer going to fear success. All those good things that you want, you deserve. And you're going to walk confidently in the direction of your desires. No more lessening yourself. No more denying yourself. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to take up space. And you deserve to get what you want. So go to Honey on Saturday. (laughs) And if all else fails. (laughs) Just break up. (laughs) 